Good morning. As we have heard, it is the last Sunday before the Passion Week or Holy Week. That is, Easter is in two weeks' time. Today, we read a very famous story about this perfume or nerd poured on Jesus' head. This story is recorded in three Gospels, St. Matthew, Mark, and this John, in different versions. And most importantly, Jesus proclaimed in Gospel of, in Mark, Gospel of Mark, I quote, I assure you that wherever the Gospel is preached all over the world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. Mark chapter 14, verse 9. And we hear this story here in Kobe, Japan, as a part of all over the world. But among the three Gospels, which tell this story, St. John is quite unique because it tells the woman's identity very clearly. Mary, a sister of Lazarus. The other two Gospels do, do not tell who she was. This is quite a significant difference when interpreting this story between Mark Matthew and John. Traditionally speaking, that anonymous woman has been through to have lived in an indecent life and met Jesus for the first time. But Mary, in today's story, came from a wealthy family and had known Jesus sometimes from before. The biggest incident was bringing Lazarus back to life in previous chapter of St. John, chapter 11. So the meaning of the cost of the nerve is quite different according to the Gospels. How this woman or Mary could afford 300 denarius, the equivalent sum of an annual income for an average family at that time. Mary could do it since she had some fortune already. Still, Judas blames her for not wasting but misusing the big amount of money. Do we understand correctly what Mary had done? Why she did it? What was in her mind and her motivation? In the Lazarus revival story, John chapter 11, Mary stepped aside in the conversation with Jesus, and her sister, Martha, took the lead of the conversation, the talk, including some religious issues, resurrection at the very last day. When Jesus met Mary after that, to find her crying for the loss of her beloved brother, and Jesus wept with her. He shared her deepest feeling and stayed together with her all that moment. She had not uttered a single word at that moment, even after when she witnessed her brother's coming back to his life. And Mary came to Jesus for the first time after that incident in chapter 12. She now knows who and what Jesus was and is and will be. Not only for herself, but for the people who believe in him. She was urged to show her assurance with this action. Jesus is the anointed one, Messiah, that is Christ to the world. 
Please allow me to introduce myself into KUC congregation a bit at this point. I was a member, as we have heard, member of KUC a quarter century ago when KUC had moved the location from San Nomiya to Naraminidai here. At that time, I served the church as a board member. Before that, I had been privileged to be given a scholarship from Kansai Gakuin, my home, my home school, uh, study abroad at King's College London for two years with my family, measuring Old Testament study under professors, doctors, Clements, and Coggins. I focused on the history of the kingship of Israel and did some research on Saul, the first king. It is quite a remarkable thing to see how Saul was nominated and appointed to the king's position. He was anointed by the prophet Samuel. So Saul was the first person to have been anointed as a leader in Israel. The Hebrew word, Hebrew verb of anoint is mashal. And the noun showed the person who is anointed as Messiah. But in Hebrew, we say Messiah, in English, Messiah. The word was translated into Greek as Christ. So Hebrew word Messiah comes to Christ in Greek. The word is translated in Greek as Christ. So if you read the book of Samuel Old Testament, in Greek version, you can find the first Christ. This is with small c, C-H-R, small c, as Saul. It means just a king. Later, the Jewish and Christian community put more religious significance on the word Messiah, and finally, the Christian church declares Jesus as Christ with capital C, the Savior. So what Mary had done to Jesus was to confess that Jesus was the true Christ, her Savior, should be pouring the nerd on his head. What was that wasting or misusing her own property? We are preparing for the Easter for the next two weeks. And what should we do for that? Of course, we'll have great fun at the time. Decorate the church, bar many baskets of eggs, paint them, planning an Easter celebration. That's all fine. We should do it. We need to do it. However, before that, we have to reassure the meaning of Jesus for yourself individually and think how we confess our faith in your way, in your own way, as Mary did it. In the Gospel of St. Luke, Mary was receiving Jesus as a special guest for her family with her sister Martha. Martha blamed her for doing nothing but listening to Jesus. Mary blamed and Martha blamed Mary. As you know, at that time, the Lord, the Lord told them, Mary has chosen the right thing, and it will not be taken away from her. Today, 
we are now asked and encouraged to do the right thing, to confess our real belief in our own way. If we start, we start preparing for Easter, whatever we do, we will do as our confession to Jesus. With thankfulness and gratitude for his service to the death on the cross and the resurrection. And for the first thing we have, we have to do, we now accept the Lord's invitation to the communion table today. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, as we are now coming to the Holy Week and again want to look up Jesus our Lord on the cross, in this time of the year, we could meet him and listen to him personally in our prayer and thought of this time. Please be with us to realize that you have kept loving us in every minute of our lives. With this assurance, we may confess our belief to you as our Lord, Savior, Christ, through our way of doing of the time. Lord, bless us and make us ready to accept the Easter blessing in due time. In the name of our Lord, we pray. Amen.